Every generation has a legend. Every journey a first step. Every saga has a beginning. Some idiots just walk away. Pepsi. We're back! G'day everybody, it's Warwick Nicholson. It's Nick McInerney. DC Chapman. I'm King Joffrey Joffer, ruler of Zamunda. And that was a very nice harmony, gentlemen. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't like even trying to do a harmony. Barbershop quartet or something yeah, like that. Stuff just Because this is not the footy show. We are back only for this episode. We're not back full-time. We're not even back part-time, boys and girls. But we're back for this episode. But so, we Count your chickens and all is that. Is it an episode or is it a special? It's a special. Ooh. It's our Origin 1, our State of Origin Game 1 yes. preview, our series preview. Because 2013 is the year that it ends, boys. It ends. Make it stop. So what does it mean to a New South Welshman to beat Queensland this Origin series? Not the footy show Paul the Experts is DC Chapman. To bring back order to the world, to make the insanity stop, to once again let the symbolism that is state of origin truthfully reflect our superiority over Queensland, nay, Australia. That's what it means. However, those rotten stinking adjectables have acted incorrectly once again, and now I fear that it will take more than just one series win to restore order to the universe. Such is the nature of their crime. The madness. Let this end. <laughs> you may have already heard DC Chapman's uh, little 50-word essay. Uh, is it the first essay you've written for a while? For a while, yeah. I don't know if you can classify that as an essay, but... Uh, these days, I reckon it can count. Soliloquy? Oh, I like it. Don't know what it means, but I like it. Uh, we, we're basically asking all our guests uh, on the show tonight to give answer the question, what does it mean to you for New South Wales to win Origin this year? And if you're a stinking rotten Queenslander, or adjectable, as you like to a call them, stinking uh, then they'll say what it means to win for eight straight years. And we're we'll mute them in the process. Indeed. So who have we got on the show tonight? We have quite a few people, the first of which would be Jake Horrocks. Now, Indeed. people who don't know Jake Horrocks, get onto YouTube, Google... Mm -hmm. Jake Horrocks, and you'll see his really early work before he ended up on Channel 9 Darwin, which is actually quite funny because he does some reports from Bathurst as like a 19-year-old in a beautiful white shirt. It's, it's magic. The Bathurst 1000, home of Australia's greatest motorsport racing event. Each year, thousands of people flock to this race ground to witness the highs, lows, and historic moments of V8 motorsport racing. Um, sure it's not ivory bone or a flight? <laughs> I don't know, you have to ask him when we speak to him in a second. Uh, we've got Matty Duncan, uh, the man from Queensland, he's talking about those stinker maroons. And then somebody left a message for us during the week, Dave, who was that? The Queen of Rugby League, Maria Cialis. She does, and she... She's back! Uh, Popular demand. The big league superstar has got uh, a fantastic 50-word uh, essay on what it means to her. And it means a lot, evidently, from judging by what she uh, left on my voice message the other day, of what it means to uh, win Origin. So, we will get into the episode. We will speak to Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch just after this. Boys, I want one word that sums up how you feel right now about Game 1 next Wednesday night. Angry. Hate. Okay, I'll say excited. Throw me a frickin' bone here. And the boss needs the info. Hi everyone, it's Maria. I know you missed our dulcet tones um, from the podcast, but I hope this will tide you over for the rest of the year. Um, I've been asked to give my thoughts about what New South Wales winning a series would mean to me. And uh, basically, my thoughts are every year it gets harder and harder for me to crawl out of 
the hole that I've dug for myself when New South Wales leads the series. So there needs to be one soon, otherwise um, I'm just going to hibernate for the rest of my life. I can't take it anymore. I can't take the dives anymore. I can't take the cracks anymore. I can't take Queenslanders winning anymore. It's, uh, it's a very sad state of affairs. So this year, New South Wales winning a series would be like winning a premiership, my birthday and Christmas all rolled into one. And um, it's everything. They need to win, otherwise I don't know what I'm going to do with myself anymore. Um, and it'll be a very, very, very sad life I'll be leading. So hopefully that happens on Wednesday. Um, I'll be there cheering them on. And I guess the only thing left to say is go the Blues. Okay, he's just come off air up there in Darwin. It's Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. Well, not the footy show. Hello. Jakey Jake, how are we? I'm well, thank you, my friend. How are you? Good, good thanks, mate. It's DC Chapman. How we're, we're doing all right, but we're, we're having a bit of a whinge about those rotten, stinking objectivals. Everybody, it's Jake Horitz, and he's just got off air, haven't you, mate? I have literally just walked in out of the newsroom, fellas, but well worthwhile just for you, fellas. Have you that still got some of the uh, the Richie Benno Bondi bronze on your face from the, uh, the makeup department, mate? The pearl, the white, the ivory, the beige, you know, that jacket tonight was uh, worked quite well. I just might say so myself. And what was the lead story on uh, Channel 9 News Darwin Sport today, mate? Oh, mate, we got the AFL game up here this weekend, so uh, we've got the Port Adelaide playing at Western Bulldogs, so <laughs> that was uh, where okay. I was today, so it's a high-profile game. So when you're presenting yeah. a report like that, which is, you know, incredibly dull... Uh, what do you, do you just think of Origin? Is that how you sort of convey how you're feeling about that particular game? Yes, well, there's actually a man up here making maroon and blue sausages. That was also the second sausages. lead story. Second story. Today. <laughs> so, <laughs> mate, if you can possibly send Everybody's us, getting into the Origin spirit. Send us, send us wow. that link as soon as you can, and I'll see if I can put it in to the show. Um, maroon and blue sausages. Um, anyway, that's, that's... There's, there's got to be some comments to be made there, surely. There are. We'll think of it as we go on. Jakey, Jake, we've got you to talk about this New South Wales lineup that was named uh, earlier in the week. We've had the whole shafuffle, yeah. shafuffle, there's a new word for you, boys and girls, uh, about whether Josh Reynolds or uh, John Sutton will get the, the gig. Uh, Jake, we'll ask you about your thoughts on the team in just a few seconds after Nick McInerney goes through the team. Okay, here we go, everybody. Number one, Jared Hayne. Number two, Brett Morris. Number three, Michael Jennings. Number four, Josh Morris. Number five, Blake okay, Ferguson. That's where I want to interject. Okay, go <laughs> for it, mate. Get Let's in, Michael. Get in. Can I get in early? Because I think Josh Morris, he sort of flew under the radar, you know, and he's got in. My thing, I was keen on getting Sutton into the centres. There you go, I said it. Ooh. Ooh. Crikey. That's a big call, mate. How's the reception oh, yeah. up there in Darwin for NRL football, mate? Because he's playing 5-8. <laughs> I realise that, but he's solid in defence. He runs the, runs the footy, provides another ball playing option and another kicking option. Josh Morris hasn't yelled kick me all year. No, no, I thought it was a decent option. You get a form player into the centres, into the side if you want to play Maloney and Pierce as a as a combination. Yeah, I, well, that, I, that's I can just see. I wanted to bring up. I can I can see the logic, um, flawed as it might be, but Josh Morris <laughs> uh, played about three good games at the start of the year defensively, and then. He's just basically been a byproduct of the fact that Chris Keating can't ball play and Trent Hodkinson can't ball play, so he gets no ball. Don't get me wrong. I just thought with Sutton in form, he's mm. apparently played a bit of centres. You know, and he's big enough. He's big enough to play in the second row. 
And yeah, uh, mate, it's, 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 it's uh, truthfully, it's not their worst idea. No, yeah, seen, now, but now that you've brought that up, the, I'd be quite The problem basically see. is, and the reason that uh, Morris got picked, is that he was like part of Laurie Daly's like special yeah, little yeah. epic bender crew or whatever it was mm. for the last and, um, and six I'm weeks. Not, I'm not upset to see him in there. I just thought mm. it was one thing that never got brought up in any circles, uh, having Sutton in the centres where, uh, where he can run the ball as hard as any centre. So. But it just proves again, I mean, we'll bring this up um, towards the end of this discussion, but we'll go to uh, about the Tulse selection leaks and all that kind of stuff. But McInerney finished yeah. the team. All right, so we've got five Blake Ferguson, six James Maloney, seven Ooh. Mitchell Pearce, eight Paul Gallen, nine Robbie Farrar, ten James Tamau, 11, Ryan Hoffman, 12, Luke Lewis, 13, Greg Bird, and on the bench, Andrew Fafita, Josh Reynolds, Trent Merrin, Anthony Watmo, and John Sutton. He's 18th, 18th man. man. Coach is Laurie Daly. Boys, if I had to ask you for one selection that you're disappointed is there first, who would it be? Do you want me to go first here? Yeah, you go, mate. Okay, well, mine, I mentioned John Sutton. I thought he should have been in the side, but I'll get off that. I think Ryan Hoffman... Whilst he's solid, he's got over experience, which is, you know, five, yeah. six years ago. I would have liked to have seen Gowan move to the back, um, yep. you know, into to 13, um, then have Watmo starting, start with Fafida, and then bring either Aaron Woods or um, Jim Grant onto the bench. Yeah, Woods is, Woods so, is hard yeah, on would be my one. Um, but you're yeah. right, though, mate. The Hoffman selection is an interesting one because... He has to start to be effective. Yep. I'll, 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 if he'd come off the bench, it would have been like he would have played five minutes. No impact, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's not... picking to start, but I think there's more efficient yeah. starters. Anthony Watmo is one of the informed players in the comp at the moment. Mm. He's been starting. I mean, he, he can do a roll off the bench. I get that. But mm. the Hoffman selection... Phil Gould, who I rate as an analyst, as a commentator, everything else, he's, the guy knows so much more about rugby league than any of us. It's not funny. But he pumped up Ryan Hoffman's tyres massively mm. in the City Country game. Mm. And it was almost painful to listen to because he kept no. saying, oh, how good's Hoffman be? And it doesn't <laughs> sound like that. But <laughs> he got into the team basically because I think Phil Gould sort of pushed him in. And, and to me, it's just, this is something I wrote about on wnickelson.com the other day is that we picked too many back rowers. And then I saw Feeder on the bench and I thought, oh, yes. Yeah. And then I heard Laurie Daly 24 hours later says, yeah, we've gone with more back rowers because we think that it's a good idea to combat Queensland's uh, forward pack with mobility. I'm thinking it hasn't worked for two years. It was close last year. Give him yeah, that. Give him that. As the article pointed out, out, the last time we... Big guys yeah. like Sam Friday and things like that running at the likes of Hoffman. And Queens, Queensland, we'll get to their team. You know, they more efficient yeah. than Friday. It's stupid. They've got four front rowers in their, in their starting yeah. forward pack. Mm. Then they've got a couple so of guys on the bench. Counter, yeah. You would put Gallon into the back row, similar yeah. to what they're going to have with Friday. Yeah. Put Gallon into the back row, like what Friday will do, and then play another specialist um, front rower. Then use the likes of Luke Lewis, Anthony Watmo, Trent Merrin, guys who offer more than yeah. um, Hoffman. You've got plenty of options there. And create more opportunities. You're 100% right, mate. Right. So Hoffman's your man. DC Chapman? Well, the main thing that I got upset about when trying to select a team was the lack of outside backs that New South Wales has to choose from. How did Blake Ferguson get in on the strength of one performance? I just want to ask that. Mm. I, I would never well, have picked him, but everyone else is saying it's the best pick I think anyone yelling out to get picked. He's got the mm. size. I, yeah. like, I like his size. Um, uh, you know, he, he obviously he defends in the centre, so you know, you know he can tackle. He's not a liability defensively. I know he hasn't played on the wing for a while, but he played plenty of footy on the wing. Oh, no. he's, got, he's got the yeah. height. I do agree with it. I actually don't mind the selection, but I guess this is where I'm coming up with the whole... Um, selection leaks and stuff. Laurie Daly writes for the Telegraph. Yeah. He works yeah. for Fox Sports. Fox Sports and the Daily Telegraph have an affiliation. 
I don't know if you can put two and two together there, boys and girls, but every time the Telegraph would say this guy has a chance at playing Origin, Everyone you basically had to write down his name in the lineup. And to me, it, yeah, I don't, it I, I don't mind a, a, a paper getting a scoop, but when they've pretty much known the team and Rothfield's yeah. been feeding it out and Bob Fulton allegedly has been t- talking with him at the pub, it, it, I don't know, it just seems to me that it didn't give some of the guys who didn't get the press from the Telegraph much of a chance. I know Michael Gordon had his calf the other day, but I would have had him on the wing in a heartbeat. Do you think that affects Laurie Daly's decision-making? Unfortunately, in this day and age, I'm going to say yes. Ooh, okay. Massive call from Wazza. I like the Ferguson inclusion. Again, um, I, I think Uate is pretty hard done by. I know he's, he's injured now, unfortunately. Yeah, but um, like Ferguson, I think what he gives you is just massive, like, you know, that rubbish. I hate to use the, the catchphrase X Factor, but that, the, that man's a freak. X like, Factor 40. He, he is what we've been missing in the fact that we've had Hayne and Jennings, who are probably two closest players in New South Wales who can just produce ridiculous moments and, and win your games. Gentlemen, we gentlemen. need more people out on the pitch oh. like that. And Queensland's we, full of them. Well, Look at Queensland. Full of them. They've got, they've got blokes yeah. who can do that, but who can also defend. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's and, what and greatness who can, is. Who, who, who can also catch a high ball? Greatness is that, is that he can do everything. <laughs> he can, he can. We, I we, think. We're, we're rolling the dice. I don't yeah, mind it. Give um, him a chance. I say, yeah. When, when Ferguson was your man, yeah. When picking my team, I picked because like because there was no one to select from. I deliberately picked Five Five Lower. Ooh. You just wanted to be put in this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much that's the only exactly reason. So for everybody who's asking here, but it is. that's how much I'm upset about. That's how much I'm, I'm upset about it, is that there wasn't a standout, there was well, Hip Morris, Hip Hip, and then Hip Hip got mentioned, but he can't catch a high ball, so anyway. Um, okay, we've got to move to Nick McInerney, what's your contentious selection? Um, I don't really see one, to be honest. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that team. I know you guys are a little bit... Uh, you're not too keen on Ryan Hoffman, but I think what he gives you, I don't know he'll play. I don't know how many minutes he'll play. Yeah. But if he goes, if he's the hard-nosed, experienced man that I think you want out there for the first ten, when it just hits the fan and it's crazy, and then you get blokes yeah. like Chock out there who are just they'll be fresh, the legs will be tired, and they'll run right. I think it's actually a pretty. I hope he'll run right. I really hope he does because we know Watmo can be extremely hot and cold. Yeah. <laughs> but let's hope, let's hope that he that he gets out there and just um, yeah wreaks havoc on some tired legs, but. I think it's a good selection. I'll, from I'll back you up, um, McNick and Ernie. I think this is a good team. Um, the only player that I would love to have seen there is Aaron Woods. Yeah. Just yeah. because yeah. in the nature of origin, if you're going to play a guy off your bench for five, ten minutes, I want a big bloke who can tackle and move around and keep going. We can't He's leave... proven himself for a good three years and now. And I would have, so would have started with him in the front row because he yes. plays next to He looked like the Tigers at all this year. There are two good players in that team. Yeah. Their names are Farrah and A. Woods. Yeah. I just... It just seemed to me that you had to pick him. Um, so, I don't, again, he didn't get much love in the Telegraph, so read what you like into that, boys and girls. Before we move on from selections, that we, we can't talk about this team without mentioning, mentioning that um, pretty exceptional winger from Souths, 
who has been hard done by again. Yeah, Bryson Goodwin. He's unlucky. <laughs> yeah, Bryson, you know, he's, fella, he's a legend. Uh, I think he's a he's Kiwi, a but it doesn't matter. Andrew Everingham. That guy's got to do Nate, the That guy's actually... He, he, Have you seen he, Dylan he Walker play? Dylan Walker can really play. Anyway, and then there's Justin Hunt. He's, he's a gun. <laughs> oh, you mean Nathan Merritt. He's not a role. Nathan Merritt. What does um, Dylan Farrell? No, I, know, uh, I know he has. Do you rate but Do you rate Nathan Merritt? This is it's a fair, fair question. I'm going to let Jakey Jake uh, put his two cents worth on the merits of Nathan ooh, Merritt. Ooh. Well, look, when Marika Korobike absolutely yeah, treated him like the smallest speed bump I've ever seen, I think there went Nathan Merritt's chances. He's a good, solid player, but he's just the, the argument that has been raised for year after year after year is he's not really built that origin style player. He doesn't make many metres at all out of dummy half compared to many other wingers and I guess that's sort of what uh, coaches tend to look for in the origin realm. No one can deny his ability to make Finish. something happen try scoring wise. Yep. Uh, the concern that the selectors evidently had or the coach and Bob Fulton had is that he doesn't make metres out of dummy half as Jake said. Mm. He doesn't make the hard runs because he's physically not able to. Yep. He tries. Yeah. But he just gets pushed back. And I think they were too worried about that, probably more so, and I'm going to put this out there, than his defence. I think they just wanted... Because the thing is, if, you, if you'd picked... Admittedly, the reason they wanted Payne on the wing was exactly this reason. They wanted to play Brett Stewart at fullback for yeah. his merit-like try-scoring ability. Mm. But they wanted Hayne at the back so he could do those hard yards. Yeah. So when Hayne went to fullback, I don't think there was a spot there for Nathan Merritt. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly. How deep philosophically am I allowed to go here, was I? Uh, not very far because we've got. We're All speaking right. of Darwin. I don't know what this is costing. Uh, <laughs> okay, we've got to um, basically say how New South Wales is going to play in this game. Uh, we've seen Daly come out and say they're talking about their back rowers. Uh, they've picked a pretty awesome spine. Uh, I went back and had a look at all these uh, the last spines, the last two teams. We got really close in 2011, mm. and our spine boys and girls was Minicello, mm. Jamie Soward, oh. Mitchell Pearce. Don't even talk about Jamie and Soward Michael anymore. Ennis. Okay, let me just go through that again. Yes, Minicello, Soward, Pierce, and Ennis. That was our spine, and we almost wow. won the series. Wow. Yeah, we almost won it because of Jamie Soward's kicking game back then. I'll just insert crickets right yeah, there. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was thinking. 33. Uh, Jake, that spine, it's got points in it, yes? Oh, yes. I think anything, any team with Robbie Farrah, if Cameron Smith is the best player in the world, yep. then Robbie Farrah is a very close second, along with Greg Inglis. That guy has been phenomenal for the Tigers. Mm. He's going to do the exact same thing that he does for Tigers, which is a team that doesn't score many points for a team New South Wales, which has plenty of points in them if they play well. He'll orchestrate it. Obviously, Mitchell Pearce has been there for a while, has a good combination with James Maloney. I'm quite happy to see Maloney yep. there as a whole runner. And then, as you said, Jared Hayne, a guy who can make things happen as a tackle break machine, uh, provides a ball playing option as well. That spine is fantastic. There's points in this New South Wales team, so be yes. very happy about that, yeah, boys but, and girls. But problem we've is, we've been asking for it for how yeah, long? There's a few in the Queensland team still, unfortunately. Oh, well, yeah. But we've got points yeah. in us, and that's the key. But I think when you compare but, spines, it's not as as uh, lopsided as it was in yeah. the past when you were going Smith, Cronk, um, Thurston, uh, Smith, and Slater. And yeah. Slater. You know, compared to what the, the one you mentioned earlier. Okay, there is one guy we have to talk about. We're talking about spines. Maloney. Oh, yes, that's what we're getting to. Good, I'm getting upset. Todd Carney's played okay. fantastic football for the last three or four weeks. Fantastic football. He loses his spot, all right? He loses his spot and James Loney gets in because he's played great football for 11 weeks, basically. And with Pierce, I yeah. think that's a okay. big factor. And with, P- when, with Pierce. I'll ask you guys this question. 
when Kurt Gidley, who had to be on the, on the bench, there's just no doubt about that, because Robbie Farrow's been played into the ground this year. There had to be some dummy half support mm. there. Mm. When he got ruled and out... that's why Josh Reynolds is there and not John Well, Trump. yeah, who can't tackle Josh Reynolds, but he'll, he'll have a go. Um, that's what you, all you ask. The thing about this bench spot to me is, what have Queensland been really good at in the last ooh, six or seven years? In terms of selections, what do they always seem to be able to do? They always seem to be able to find room for... Room for... I have no idea where you're going with the big fellas that just run no, the ball. Great players. An extra forward. An extra great forward. players. Well, Cooper Cronk played off the bench for two or three true. years. Yep, true. Now, he's not, he's not a hooker. Yep. He played as a bit of utility when he first came through. So with what was there is getting to? Why can't Carney be on the bench? Well, why didn't we pick Carney on the bench? I had him yes. in my team. Yeah. I'm trying to point to yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's yeah. well and good. If you, if you try and say that, that uh, Josh Reynolds is a better tackler you know, and then therefore should play hooker over Todd Carney, then I'll eat my own head. You know. <laughs> I would it's like a, to see that, sir. It's a tasty looking head, boys and girls. If you've seen it, he's been clean shaven. Barbecue. But it's right, you just you find room for these guys. If Carney plays 10 minutes, he plays 20 minutes. The only way that Josh Reynolds gets... I talked about this with Marie the other day. The only way Josh Reynolds gets into the field in the last 15, 20 minutes of the game. I can't see Robbie Farrow come... first 10 and a half? But first half. Then what do you do? Sorry, last Who 10. Who do you replace? Because you're not going to take Farrow off the field. Oh, it has to be yeah, Farrow. Give him a break. Farrow stays in the field. Give him a break for 10. Farrow feels good, Farrow's not going off. Exactly. No, that's right. But that's only if he feels good. That means you've got to take a forward off. No, he won't come on unless Farrow. Yeah. Run anymore. Yeah. That's the only time Carroll So if, if Reynolds cover. comes on, he, oh, I, no, I'm not against Carroll. I'm just saying, I think that Luke Lewis, if he had, I mean, Jamie, Jamie Bure, for crying out loud. Bure. He came Bure. into the team because he played three minutes of hooker when he was 14. That's basically the justification for his selection in game one. I, I, I want to say it was years ago, but it was last year. Are we, are we bad now then? Mr. Aaron. Reynolds here. Are we, are no, we, I think he's a. He's a he, he got in the team, I, I reckon, from, from two plays on last, last week. He no. ran after the kicker. Do you know if you saw that from from Marco? He, he ran out. Rule. He ran out and just put his body on the line to try and chase yeah, down the. But he's Brisbane done that kicker. for more than two weeks. He he's in them because of that. I just think the way Carney is playing, if you're chasing points or something like that, and you need him on the field. Yeah, he's a guy that makes him cut. Oh, you know, Josh Reynolds has got that little bit about him too. Yeah. But I think um, Carney, uh, you make a good point. But to make we will say this, boys, as we know, wrap up. He's a bad guy to have running out of, out of dummy half. Yeah. He's quick enough. He's, he's slippery enough. Not a bad option. Anyway. We'll wrap this up with the Blues, guys. Um, but we do feel good about the Blues, yeah? Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. We feel, and I think we'll play them um, with our big boys early, and then I think afterwards, Daddy will go to his back rowers, and we'll we just have. try and run around them. Which I think we'll work, the back rowers. I think whatever back row gets it over the other back row, we'll just That's it. Yeah. I've got to say, as great as Friday, Harrison, and Miles have been... They're getting old... No, I'm not going to say that. We can match them. I think we can match them. Anyway, boys, we've got to get to predictions because we've spoken way too much. And this is the lovely thing about rugby league. Um, Jakey Jake. Yakety yak. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor, you ain't going to rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. DC Chapman gives us off with his 50 words. I don't know if you've had a chance uh, while you were sitting at the uh, sports desk at Channel 9 in Darwin. Did you have a chance to uh, put anything down for what it would mean to you for New South Wales to win Origin this year? I got time to do a little something, but it uh, wasn't much. Just about the two minutes before you rang back. So what does it mean to a New South Welshman to beat Queensland this Origin series? Not the footy show. Pulled the experts. Here's Jake Hart. It means everything. 
It's uh, in New South Park, our competitive race in origin was probably taken for granted. We had the bigger player pool, bigger population. And I think it's taken, you know, five to seven years to realise that. There's been a swing now. Uh, now, though, uh, Queensland are, are no longer the little guys uh, that sort of everyone barracks for. They're now the big dogs. And where the team has to beat them, we need to go out and beat them. I think that um, people are almost wanting us to win, and, and I, I'm insulted by that, and I think that is the reason that we should win, and that's why we should strive for them. Oh, round of applause for Jake Curry, boys and girls. Oh, and mate, we're going to have to go through your... Have you done predictions at all or not? I have, I oh, have, I have. In that case, we squeeze it in here now, boys. All right, uh, DC, what we're going to do is that we're going to get you to say yours at the same time as Jake, not at the same, same time. All right. But we'll go through each category, and then uh, Nick will save you for um, when uh, Matty Duncan comes on. All right. We're going to start, boys, with pick the score in game number one. Jake? 19-12, New South Wales by eight. Nine. <laughs> by eight? <laughs> by seven. Is that, is that the right answer? <laughs> because, well, my, my answer is 20-12, to 12, New South Wales by eight. I like, I like Dave's maths a little oh, bit more sure. than yours, Jake. <laughs> there we go. You got him. No, got him, yes. Point. Back of the point. All right. Uh, what about the halftime score, boys? Uh, I have 8-6. 12-6. <laughs> hey, what's the margin at halftime if it's 8-6, Jake? <laughs> three? That's, that's three, isn't it? Yeah. Is it uh, Wales by three? All right. Uh, good, Dave? Good luck adding my points up and saying if it's over or under 31 and a half. <laughs> yes, <so yeah>. <laughs> Dave, what's yours? Half, half time score? You still half time score, mate. 12 6. 12, All six. right. Uh, over under 33 and a half total points, boys. I'm going to go under. under. I think that's what my score equals. Yep. <laughs> uh, first try scorer? I've got Michael Jennings. Greg Inglis. Last try scorer? James Maloney. Josh Morris. Man of the match? James Maloney. Ooh. Oh, yes. Robbie Farrah. Uh, first error? Matt Scott. Ooh. Blake Ferguson. <laughs> I like that one, Dave. Per- <laughs> first penalty conceded. Oh, I'm Thurston. Gregory Bird. Over under six and a half penalties. Also, also a smarter option than me. I think you're winning this battle. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the next one? Over under six and a half penalties. I've got five, so I think that's under. Over. <laughs> I don't know, mate. It could be anything. Uh, most <laughs> tries. Inglis versus Jennings versus Ty. I've got a tie, I think they'll both get one. Brad Ty's playing Origin, fair enough. <laughs> G.I. Uh, most tackles, Cameron Smith versus Robbie Farrar with half an extra tackle. Basically means if they both I, end up on 50. Yeah, I, I, I have, I had Farrar here because I did this a couple of days ago, but I'm going to change that to Cameron Smith now that Josh Reynolds is named. Um, <laughs> because I Very think good. if Josh Reynolds gets home and takes five minutes, that could be the difference between Farrah still makes more tackles than Simmons. Okay, uh, most runs, Tamau's got the extra half a run here versus Matty Scott. I'm going Tamau. I'm going ahead. Scotty. All right, Origin Series result, Jakey. It's time to put it on the line, buddy. Game one, the Wales win by seven or eight. <laughs> Depending on who's nasty using, it's uh, New South Wales by seven for me. Okay, game number two. What about it? What they win? <laughs> this is something I added uh, before we went to air, listeners. Uh, who wins game two? I think Queensland win game two, and then we came back and we were in game three. Nicely done. So New South Wales 2-1 for Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. Boys and girls, we're done with Jakey after Dave actually answers the questions. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> uh, I've got New South Wales by eight, then them by four, then us by 20. 
Oh, boom! Oh, boom goes. We, we will put together the dynamite. Third game Jakey this Horitz, it has been fantastic to chat to you once again, mate. Yeah. Uh, thanks Lovely for to talk to all you guys, yeah. and uh, hopefully I'll talk to you again soon. And maybe. And uh, good to see the show back too, uh, was. Yeah, it's, it's back for one night only. Uh, enjoy. I know, I know. But, but, but it's what the people want, and I like that you give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, all, all three of them. He's all about the people, was he? <laughs> uh, Jake, thanks very much for being uh, on people, the show. People, as a plural, mate, as a plural. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can catch more of Jakey Jake's work on Channel 9 News in Darwin. They do have a Facebook page. You can go and look at him looking delightful, all dressed up, and uh, he does some amazing walks to camera. You have to see them to believe him, boys and girls. That story... I one on someone's shoulders the other day. You will appreciate that. <laughs> oh, oh, ooh, we'll be looking it up. Jake Horitz, thank Bye. you very much. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Jake Horitz, 9 News. See you, buddy. Glee, glee, glover. And Frank, no offence, but this holiday's a little... Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch. He's good at new belt boys. Good value. Is that the first time you've uh, encountered him? That is the first time Nick. I've spoken to him. Yes, yes. I have heard him before, but first combo. Yeah, he's good, man. I like him. He I like him. He's got and spunk. I think what it, what you could see there is the experience of a seasoned Channel 9 professional. He was mm. able to work within the dynamics of four people. Mm. Handled the phone conversation well, too. <laughs> I mean, basically, if you wanted to chat, you just say, hey, yeah, <laughs> my turn. You have to speak over the top of everyone. Which is good. I think oh, we've got to make sure with the next one, guys, we've got Maggie Duncan on the phone that we let him speak because I think I've noticed in the past there'd be like 15, 20 minutes go by and I realise that Matt's on the line. <laughs> He's just sitting there patiently. That's, like because I always, that's because I always interrupt and just start going off on my own tangent. Uh, but we will speak to Maggie Duncan uh, just after the break here on... Not the footy show. Show? Cheap, mm-hmm. nasty... Mm-hmm. And downright boring. Okay, everybody, we got you guys on Twitter and Facebook to send us some messages about what Origin winning this year would mean to you, whether you're a Queenslander or a Blue. We're going to get to the responses. And uh, Dave, do you want to tell us what Billy Queenslander uh, sent us? Billy Queenslander said, As a cane toad, I hope New South Wales win this year because I can't count past seven. Well played, sir. Well played. I see the irony in that. Shall we continue? Yeah, uh, yeah we've got we've got a, a very familiar name here in Tommy Waterhome just saying, uh, I'll give you over the odds that I'll be on TV just as much this Origin series as I have been all year. Ooh, the hits keep on coming. Walter Lewinsky <laughs> says, I love new, I love new, I love New South Wales. Go New South Wales. So I'm a bit concerned there. There actually is audio recordings of what actually happened with Walter Lewinsky. Is there? I love you. I love you. I love New South Wales. Go New South Wales. All right, we asked on Twitter as well, all people on uh, Queensland fans, 50 words seen beyond them to answer this question. So I asked them, uh, what does being New South Wales again mean to you? Katie said... Where's Katie? She said everything. Thanks, Katie. Uh, David Cabral said... Better than Christmas Day. Haha. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I think that's how he inflected it. Yeah, you say it well. And Green Dog said... Not much because it's inevitable. That was my um, matrix. Matrix, yeah. Inevitable. That is the sound of inevitability. (laughs) Okay, and then we asked the Blues fans, uh, what does New South Wales uh, being Queensland this series mean to you? And again, they all struggled with a 50-word minimum. So uh, we got uh, Dogs v Dragons, which I think might have been a themed Twitter account for tonight. He said, seven years of heartbreak is all about to change. Watch out, Queensland. We're out for revenge. Was that? 
enough exclamation points in the way I said revenge then, because there's about eight there. Yeah, you should have been screaming there. It was a damp and chilly afternoon, so I decided to put on my sweatshirt. <laughs> well, you, you put an exclamation point after sweatshirt. That's, you, that's correct. Yeah. Well, I, I felt that the character uh -huh. doesn't like to be ch chilly. I see, <laughs> I pulled the lever on the machine, but the Clark bar didn't come out. Yeah, exclamation. Yeah, uh, um, well, you know how frustrating that can be when oh. you keep putting quarters and quarters into a yeah. machine yeah. and then pfft, nothing comes up. Get rid of the exclamation okay. points. Okay. I I'm hate okay. exclamation okay. points. Okay, Dave, you want to tell us what our long-term listener Andrew Wales said? Well, he, he started off again by saying everything, which... Uh, Come on, people. We're asking for analysis. Cliche. <laughs> for crying out loud, don't say everything. He's a big fan. He loves oh, no, just DC. My goodness, all right. Look at the line, he didn't send us anything. Everything to beat Queensland. To see every tough hit up Big Gal makes, every tackle that breaks a Queenslander and cuts their spirit. To live in Queensland and endure seven years of pain when my, when my, when my state of origin is New South Wales and my early years were in, of, uh, were in my family's beloved Shire. Hobbiton, I believe. Is that right? To win, to win on the scoreboard... When even though, <laughs> why are you laughing at me like that? Whenever, the, when, even though we deserved it last year, this is our chance. I just want, I just want them to go with Nathan Merritt. Go you Blues. Oh, go New South Wales. New South Wales. He's a bit unhappy there. Sorry, Nathan. The next one from is that from J J Haynes PA? I think it's Jared Haynes PA. I think. Well, yeah. Well, I don't want to. Do. I don't want to. So uh, you're you PA. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Been mocked seven years in a row. Don't think I can take another year. T B H L O L. On fire. Aaron Wallace, who was a one time guest on the show, said, Is meh an acceptable response? Meh. Oh, uh, no. I it's it's I really not. So. I don't know if we can allow. Where's the passion? Richard John Marbles. Where's the statistics? Someone find out where that guy lives and give me his address. Okay. Uh, left footer says, Dave. Left footer says, Beating Queensland equals seven years of agony being diminished, even if not, uh, oh, sorry, if not extinguished in a single series. My eight-year-old hasn't even seen a Blues win yet. It is my nephew. He was born two months after we won Origin in 2005. Brings a tear to the eye. It's a concern. So there's a few responses. Uh, there were a thousand more, but they didn't actually come through, so they mustn't have actually been sent. Thanks to everybody for listening to us uh, <laughs> over the years, uh, and it was great to get your feedback on this segment. Go to the Blues! This is beautiful. What is that, velvet? Pepsi. So what does it mean to a New South Welshman to beat Queensland this Origin Series? Not the footy show. Pulled the experts. Here's Nick McInerney. Never actually played any competitive league, but it doesn't matter. I grew up in New South Wales, and to me, there is no bigger sporting event than this epic annual display of state versus state and mate versus mate. What it means to me, it's in my blood. For this three-game battle, I hate Queensland. Now that's Babar. Two Bs? One B. B-A-B-A-R. That's two. Yeah, but not right next to each other. I thought that's what you meant. Welcome back, League Lovers. We are calling Matty Duncan now up in Queensland. Um, I the think... There, there goes there the, it is. the call. It's ringing. This is part two, Dave wanted me to tell you. Well, G'day, mate. How you doing, Matty Duncan? It's Warwick here. I'm good, mate. 
Nick's here as well. DC's here as well. I'm King Joffrey Joffa, ruler of Zamunda. King Joffrey Joffa's there as well. Um, <laughs> uh, buddy, it's good to have you back on the show. How have you enjoyed uh, a good six months or eight months off not the show? Given me, mate. Very much appreciated the eight month break. So, feeling fresh coming into our uh, our special this year, mate. Yes, and I hear that the beautiful name of Ezra has been chosen, mate. So, congratulations. Uh, how's it all been for Thanks. you? Yeah, so far, so so good. He, he kicked over 10 weeks today. So, uh, he's a good little fella, and uh, he's actually got his maroon jersey on today. Oh, no, come on. You ruined it. I was, I was now, with you all the way to the Maroon Jersey. DC was a big fan of um, Isa's tips for a couple of years. Is there any chance we're going to have Ezra's tips in like two or three years, mate? Give me that. I'm doing my tips. No, mate, he's, he's in the family tipping comp at the moment. Uh, he, but to be honest, he's, he's struggled getting a read on the on the early season form. He's, he's battled a little bit. So, yeah, maybe next year once he's, he's learned the teams a bit better, he, he might be... Uh, Worth a look. Uh, very, very good. Hopefully he's not a Broncos fan because they're going terribly. I was just trying to throw you before we started talking about this. They're going about as good as... This, this Queensland team that's pretty Slater. handy. Um, Dave <laughs> Chapman, do you want to go through what this Queensland team is? You can just say the names. From 1 to 17, we'll go Billy Slater, Darius Boyd, Greg Inglis, Justin Hodges, Brent Tate, Jonathan Thurston, Cooper Cronk, Matthew Scott... Cameron Smith, David Chillington, Nate Miles, Sam Thiday, Ashley Harrison, Corey Parker, Matt Gillette, Ben Teo, and Chris McQueen. What is doing with McQueen? Well, this is what I wanted to ask uh, Mac Nicanerny. Yep. Uh, honestly, yeah. honestly, Googled him earlier today. Like, what? Wow. I can't even explain my shock. Um, Matt, can you fill us in on who Chris McQueen is? Oh, Lightning McQueen. Oh, look, he's been around the traps. He went down to South Sydney as a as a skinny winger from, from Winner Manly up here in Brisbane. And uh, look, he's, he's just he's continuing to improve since his time at South. He's, he's been a revelation, I guess, since he's moved to the forward pack, uh, doing a job for South Sydney, no doubt, looking impressive as, as most of that South, South team has this year. But look, I, I, some are calling it a bottle selection, but I, I know he's been in the in the frame for a couple of years. He's been part of that development squad that uh, Bennett takes every year. So, yeah. look, I, I'm, I was happy enough with the selection. The it's... reason that it brings up is why did they pick McQueen if they weren't going to pick another front rower on their bench? Well, there's there's no front that? rowers on the bench. Well, I, I, I'm worried with uh, yeah, McQueen. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. You've, you've gone four similar style players off the bench. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, when the team came out, I, I was disappointed they hadn't gone for, for Kennedy off the bench. I think he was the front row you probably had to blood. I, I was happy enough with McQueen, but I thought you probably had to go McQueen or Gillette, probably not both. Yeah, even Ben Teo in that, that sort of area of, of the role they're going to play off the bench. And that's the, the reason that as a, as a New South Welshman, we sort of saw this selection and went, okay. Again, it was one of those things where it seemed that the momentum about his selection just sort of picked up. And it's like, well, I know personally I'm glad Josh Papali... Well, he still might play because apparently we can't talk about this in detail, boys. But Ben Teo's got a hamstring injury. I don't know right. if you can see what I'm doing with my yeah. fingers. Inverted um, and uh, Papali might actually play, but yeah, it just it surprised me. I know that Miles and Friday can play front row. We know that everybody, but this was a surprise given that New South Wales actually picked the front row on their bench. Matt. This is this is Queensland. Yeah, I, look, I, I agree. It was and I I really tend to think that I I think they will start with either. 
Miles or Thorday in the front row and bring yeah. Shillington off the bench so they don't lose that momentum when they when they do rest those, those yeah. front rows at the start. Definite chance. Dave, you were saying? I, them picking McQueen is is them showing a little bit of fear. I, I smell blood. Oh, this is the this is the beginning of the end. Well, you of certainly didn't cut yourself shaving this morning, so. By the way, the boys and girls, listeners can't see that. Was it? <laughs> it's they? fantastic. No, you know how Matt, you know how you see some goatees and you get a bit of average coverage. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the, the the moustache doesn't grow to the the goatee and that kind of thing. Dave DC Chapman has got one of the greatest little um, texture jobs I've ever seen in my life. Texture jobs. It's 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 dead set like the back of what what kind of animal is that? Uh, it's, <laughs> what? it's like a hedge, it's hedgehog esque. It's, it's it is it hedgehog-esque. is thick it's and prickly and, and just beautifully bushy all over. It is. It's it's my ticket to becoming a billionaire playboy philanthropist. I like it. Art Vandalay. All right, you missed that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, Matty Duncan, the team picked itself in the back line, but I got to ask you: Is um, the form of any of those players concerning for you? Not come origin time, Boz, to be honest. Not at all. It's a different kettle of fish, and it always has been for Queensland. They've continually, for you know, 30 years, picked players because they've done the jobs for Queensland before, not based on their club form. Yeah. You know, Bob Linda got picked, you know, one of the great Queensland players, and he, he'd been in ordinary form for ordinary teams over a lot of years, and he always done the job. I know I'm probably stretching back for an example, but yeah, once right. they call them right jersey, current form... Isn't a concern. Yeah, I mean, the first and he's there's got to be an injury there of some description with him. He's not at full gallop at the moment. Um, his goal king is a bit of a concern. Do you think Cameron Smith will kick in Origin 1? I, I'd imagine they'll have a kickoff as they do every year. Uh, I know Thurston's always had the job, but I know they do have a kickoff uh, for the role. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I think it'll be very interesting. Okay, now we've talked about uh, New South Wales with Jakey Jake uh, earlier, but we wanted to ask you, obviously that 1679 for Queensland goes all right. Your view on New South Wales 1679? Oh, look, well, I, I think it's a really good New South Wales team. As a Queensland fan, I was really happy there was no Todd Carney. I think, I think they use the guys that made a real blue in not having Carney with that, you know, that year. You know, he got his within a one point of a, of a series victory last year. Oh, as, as a Queensland fan, I'm, I'm happy that it's, it's Mullaney there in six and, and, and not Carney. The thing about Carney is that he actually didn't play very well last year. Mm. He's not playing very well. No, he's playing great. He's, he's, he's you you don't have right. Fox. Don't talk to me. He's, he's um, doing all right. That's okay. not that fantastic. He, he's in better form this year than he was last year. He didn't have a fa- wasn't a factor in um, game one last year. Didn't have a great series, but we, we talked about this with Jake, but we would have liked to have seen him come on the bench as our utility. I mean, it didn't stop you guys picking Cooper Cronk for three or four years. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's an, and, and that role worked well, blooding him in, into that team. But I, I just think, I think Nerves played a big factor with, with Honey last year, yeah. and I think he would have been much better, you know, with the year under his belt. Or, you know, I thought he was going to be a real factor. So, look, I, I did breathe a... Saw a relief when he when he wasn't in that squad. Okay, the last thing I want to sort of focus particularly on selections, I guess, is um, you might have read the thing I wrote on wnicholson.com a week ago about the back row overload with the Blues. We've touched on it already, but Queensland picking all these back rowers. Do you think this is where is this where Origin's going, or do you think it's just a case of the best players available or back rowers? Um, oh, it's a tough one, wasn't it? You know, you probably could make a case for both argument, but. Yeah, I, I tend to think that's... Oh, 
things go in phases, but I, I do think that's probably the phase where Origin is heading. That the more mobile back rower, you know, I, I think that's probably for the next couple of years where, where they're looking at heading things. And then there'll be a couple of big boppers that you know, a couple of years time that have an enormous game and will swing back the other way. Yeah, we're going to go to the odds, boys. Unless you've got something to add, DC Chapman. What's what's doing with Dave Taylor? Um, he's looking after his hair more than his football at the moment. In the looks of things, it's it's a strange haircut he's but, got going. But but the comment before about Bob Linda, surely they should go with Taylor. Well, Matt. Yeah, but Bob Linda, Taylor really hadn't ever produced anything at Origin level for 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 Queensland, and I. I I think the thing with Taylor, without going too much in it, I, I think there's a few issues Dave Taylor needs to work out yeah. with himself that, that probably are you know bigger than an Origin selection. Uh, you know, hence his hence his form at the moment. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair statement, okay. and we'll allegedly leave it there. Um, <laughs> one one more question. Yes. What what about the poor form of Billy Slater at the moment? He's going fine. Yes. Duncan, Maddie. Yeah, um, we do actually have to bring this up. Uh, everyone knows that Dave, for the last couple of years, has complained bitterly about not eating Foxtel, but I believe your wife uh, came good at Christmas time. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen! No, not gonna happen! <laughs> don't, don't tease me, Was. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, rough. That, that's, rough. Not, that's not fair. <laughs> Kick him while he's down. Yeah, oh, fair dinkum. Wow. That hurts. <laughs> that almost hurts more than New South Wales losing. Oh, let's not go there. Look, we're going to go to the odds brought to us by um, Tommy Waterhome. Uh, the odds are Queensland $1.75 for the series, New South Wales $2.10. Uh, May Duncan, thoughts on the price? Oh, really, was I, I think every Origin series, it, it should be $1.90. You know, each or two. It's that even. I, look, as much as we've won eight in a row, look, I'm Six, not seven, getting cocky. There's not seven, much between those guys. Seven. 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 No, they've been given seven in a row. But seven. They, they won There's a slip of the tongue there, Mr. Go, go, sorry, going for eight in a row. Yeah, that's, that's better. That's uh, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. The odds for game one, people, are $1.87 Queensland, New South Wales, $1.95. Look, again... He says it's right there. They're pretty much split down the middle. Game number one, it's in Sydney. Uh, I did notice with interest, Matt, that Malmaning has come out and complained once again that the Dirty Blues have got another two home games. Oh, well, you know, that's, that smells copy, you know. You, you take the, the pressure off, you know, you make a few statements. You know, whoever loses will complain about the referee. Well, it's, it's what the coaches do. You, you take the, you know, the onus off the players, the pressure off the players, the spotlight off them, and and uh, give the media something to write about. Now, Matt, you'll know the answer to this, but I'm going to hazard a guess that these two blokes don't. Who are the referees in Origin 1, oh, lads? Who cares? Who are they this yeah. year? For, for this year? I'm asking these two guys. I'll ask you in a sec, but I want to see if they know first. I'm assuming uh, Cummins is out of the gig. Would I be correct? <laughs> You're just going to name everybody until right. we get there? Or? Well, here's a go. Okay. I'll, I'll name all of the referee names that I know. <laughs> There's some bloke named Cummins. There's a fella named something like Matt Checken. There's the guy that goes, woo yip yip yah when he starts the game. He's been retired for 15 Has years. Has he? Don't know. Don't he's, care. He's now a member of parliament in Queensland. Is Tim that right? <laughs> is, that is that him? He actually could referee. But the point is, Dave, you don't know. Nick, you don't know. I don't really care. Matty, do you know it, mate? Does it matter? Oh, I, I say, is, it, is it Hayne and Klein was? I'm going to say, yeah. 
Oh, so you yeah. don't know either. Was the point is, are we? Are, this is the most important debate we're having on not the footage shows. Origin special boys, referees. Do they matter? Because if they we used ever, to care. If they have well, a good, if they have a good game, then no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't know they're out there. Well, I, so I don't care oh, who does it. I don't know about I'm not, that. I'm they not only matter. That. They only matter when they make mistakes. Oh. <laughs> but you raise a very good point. There was because we all sit here and have a whinge about the referees getting but, it wrong, but no one knows or cares about the selection mm. from week to week. I thought it was... It, it, so it's it, a bit it hypocritical. under the bridge a little bit here, the, the, the two guys that got picked. Um, good luck to I, I, can I, I think Ashley Klein's the worst referee in the NRL, and I'm not sure how he got picked. Yeah, well, he, didn't he do the um, test match? I believe so. And that was yeah. a shocker, I will admit. But, yeah, he's got picked. It's, it's very interesting. Um, Cummins all the way for me, mate. You mate, you mate, you mate. him. No, I'll tell you who should get a run. Who's that? This young bloke we saw down in Melbourne a M- couple of weeks M- ago. Uh, Stone. M- uh, Mr. Stone. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a young bloke, there's a friend of ours who's a touchy in the, in the NYC. That's it. Um, it's a bit of a story here, quickly. I was in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago to watch AFL and League. And I got a message from him during the week saying, I'm going to be down there for the Canberra 20s game. Might catch up with you at the game. I am walking through the streets of Melbourne, boys and girls, in one of those little back alleyways. And who should I run into when I have to turn a corner? M.R.R. Stone. What, what are the I odds? Mean, I, I don't know. Can you that can't happen. On that? It just can't happen. Um, and then <laughs> you I sat, were in the same then city. I, then I sat there for the last 15 minutes when I finally got to the ground of watching NYC and just gave the touch of you. Big round of applause and people looked at me very strangely. Um, <laughs> took some photos as well. Uh, Matty, we've got to get to the most important part of this whole discussion. Now, Nick has already given us his meaning of life. Which, which Warwick laughed at, by the way. <laughs> and, and I didn't Wait appreciate it. I was a little bit hurt. We were kind of waiting for the actual answer to the question. Dave's given his, Jakey's given his, <laughs> Matty Duncan, I'm going to put some lovely music underlaid uh, over what you say, but are you ready to give us the reason why you, what it would mean to you for Queensland to dominate as it is? Yep, go away, give me some, give me a nice bed underneath, was, and I'll, I will, I'll I will after we've recorded, but just, just imagine that music in the background. Righto, righto, no, it was, it was, it was a tough task. You know, we typically don't do justice to what it means for me for, for Queensland to, to beat New South Wales. And that's not even restricted to origin. Like, you know, I cheer when Queensland won my kitchen rules. I used to <laughs> cheer when Queensland won. I need to knock out, like, beating New South Wales in, in whatever we play, in the netball, it doesn't matter. And, and the world just doesn't... It, it, it's a better place when Queensland wins, you know, a state of origin. And it, it's a sick feeling when we lose one. That's more than and, 50 words, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so let him continue. <laughs> no, keep going, mate. Kill me. And, and food, you know, food just doesn't taste the same. I don't want to talk to people for a week when we lose a game. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, that's just a game, not a series. I, you know, I know people like close series. And, you know, I know there was, I know there was Queenslanders last year after we won game one that, you know, Losing game two because it's going to be, you know, the slider that land pass gets through. I, I can't handle that one. I, I love to win every game. I love to smash it like every game. And the closer it gets to Sikron, I, I just love beating New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. See, Nick. Beautiful. <laughs> That's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, Matty, you can listen to my answer and, I, you know, you give me your feedback. I don't, I don't, these nip nuffs don't know what they're talking about. Uh, lovely work there, oh, Matty Duncan. I, I did appreciate um, that. I do actually have to ask quickly, is it going to hurt more this year when you lose than it would have, say, if you'd won the series 
before and then we'd won, you know, if we'd alternated series. Is this one going to hurt a little bit more? I, I, I have thought about that, was and I, I, I think maybe what will hurt more is, the, the, you know, I'll see you New South Wales Welshman excited. I like it when he's down in the dumps. I, I think it'll be... I, I don't know if it'll hurt more because I just hate losing all of them, but I, I think it'll just be that much sweeter for you, Blakes, which, which will add to my pain. Oh, very, very good. Yeah. Well, okay. boys, we have to go to the picks and predictions. Uh, Nick, you're up now along with Mr. Peninsula. Uh, we're going to go through the categories again. It's pick the score, boys. Matty? I think it'll be Queensland 19, New South Wales 12. Ooh. What's that a margin of, just curiously? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, correct, correct. Just checking because we had a little bit of a problem with that earlier on with Mr. Horitz, but uh, Jack, you passed. Uh, you'll, you'll hear it on the podcast, uh, Matty, that's but that's goal. That's goal. Right. Uh, the ha- uh, d- well, that's all right. Nick, that's right. 22 16 to uh, the Mighty Blues, mate. Uh, very good. A half time score, mate. I think it'll be uh, locked together at 6 all at half time. Well, I scribbled that out. Uh, I was on the same wavelength. I've actually gone 10, 10 6 to the Blues. Mm, very good. Uh, over under 33 and a half points. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've got it going under. Over! I want Ooh. some points. I think it's points. Okay. First try score. Uh, I've gone Darius Boyd running off an off a English pass, but I'll, I'll have an asterisk if he, if he has happens to be ruled out, which I think he is right to play. I'll, I'll have Justin O'Neill, but whoever's playing outside English. Yep. So if Sam Friday is running on the wing at that stage and he scores, is that kind of I, I, I revert to Sam Friday. <laughs> <laughs> In the uh, style of Matty with the assist, James Maloney kicks out wide to a uh, high-flying Ferguson. Ooh. Uh, last try score. Cronky uh, throws a big dummy and in another post. Oh, I love this. Huh? The plays, the plays. He can see it. He's already <laughs> imagining it. Jared Hay, mate. Last try score. Okay. Man of the match. Oh, I'll beat Greg Inglis. I've seen him in, in ordinary form coming into an origin, so... When he's in super form, I, I think it's watch out New South Wales. PG-13, Mr. Gallen. Okay. Lock him in. Out of the fun ones, first error? Uh, I think uh, big Blakey Ferguson under a high ball. Might even be that, uh, that crossfield bomb that he blows. Turn it up. Nicely done. Jennings all the way, hands okay. like feet. Okay, first penalty conceded. Uh, Gallon will try and claw someone's stitches out of their eyes or something like that. Yeah, Gallon took the first penalty. Rightly so, rightly so. I think Ferguson is going to be a little bit amped up <laughs> and he's going to take someone's head off in the first tackle. Nice. Over under six and a half total penalties. Uh, I, I really said under and then I thought Klein is the most whistle-happy referee. It'll definitely be over. <laughs> nice. Couldn't agree more, mate. Overs. Okay. Most tries. Uh, Greg Inglis versus Michael Jennings versus Brad Ty. Uh, I think it will be GI for sure. Yeah, GI all the way. Okay, most tackles. Cameron Smith versus Robbie Farrow and half a tackle. Uh, Robbie Farrell will have a, a lot of tackling to do in the game. Ooh, I think given the inclusion of the uh, of Reynolds, I'm I'm going Smith. Ooh, and most runs. Tamau plus half a whatever uh, versus Scott. Uh, Matty Scott there. Sam out all the way. Okay, now we get to the last bit, which is Origin Series result. Uh, you've got Queensland in game one, Matt? Yes, was. Well, Queen- I've, yeah, I, I, I can do nothing but tip Queensland 3 nil. <laughs> Done. Take that. <laughs> Nick? Uh, New South Wales, Queensland, New South Wales. Winning in the decider. So 2-1 to the Blues. Matty Duncan, it has been... 
once again, just a pleasure to chat to you, mate. Dave wants to say something. No, it's all right. I was, I was trying to do it just with, you know, what do you call this stuff? Hand signals, gestures. Yeah, I've, but then you said you asked me, so I'll have to ask you straight up out loud. Are, yeah. are you going to give your predictions or what? Once you guys leave, I will record my predictions. Oh, wow. No. What is this? You will have to, down, you will have to download... predictions next Thursday. So <laughs> oh, you will have to download the podcast and you will have to wait to hear my... 50 words on why oh, it's just, uh, winning. Is it, are you fair dinkum? I'm fair dinkum because it's the only way I can guarantee you guys listen to the show. No, <laughs> uh, this one we're going to come on. We're going to listen to it That's probably true. Sure. Uh, that's and uh, I think that's the best way of uh, making sure that the uh, masterpiece that I haven't written... Oh, <laughs> what? Can't oh. even do his own homework. He works in the Australian crew team. giving it to us about Just a little uh, backstory for everyone. I sent homework out a week ago. I haven't done it. Sucks to be uh, you guys. After he's and he busted balls about yeah, us. I did. Done I too. did. That's, that's revenge for three years of me doing all the work. So there you go. Sorry, that's a little bit of um, self something. Uh, so yes, I will have I will have my picks at the end of the show, everybody. Matty Duncan, mate, uh, we're going to let you go back to looking after the little man and um, enjoying surprise parties when they're really a surprise. And I just want to—I <laughs> just want to say, mate. Uh, everyone can listen to you on 1015 FM up there in Queensland. You're still doing the morning shift, mate, and you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much, Fonz. Yes, sports fever going very strong, and uh, well, think about it. Well, you can give me an answer, but we, we'd like to win, win, lose, or draw. Whoever wins, we'd like you on to. Uh, Review the game next Thursday if you've got time in your busy schedule. Yeah, mate, as long as I've uh, written my 50-word uh, thesis on why the Blues are going to win, then I'll, I'll be there. And if he does his homework right. on time. I will, mate. No, for sure, I'll be on that show. Um, and, mate, have you got any messages for the Not The Footy Show fans who are maybe struggling without us week in, week out? No, we're, we're sorry, fans, but, uh, look, jeez, uh, it's, it's, uh, you, you seem a fresher man was, not having to do. You, you seem a nicer bloke to talk to these days, <laughs> so... Yeah, so we've had to do it for one Saturday, but no, we miss it. We very much do miss it, and, and I love you all. Uh, uh, thanks uh, very much. It. Take it easy, buddy. Uh, give the little man right, a high five for us when the Blues win Wednesday night. You. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> see you, mate. Okay, there he was, Matty Duncan. Boys, we are in the home stretch. After the break, on at the footy show. We hear my reasons for why. Well, we, when you say we, you yeah. mean you. mean me when I the, record the it tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we will wrap up the show with a little bit of NRL talk, okay? Sound good? Let's do it. You know I can't do a little bit of NRL talk. You've been sleeping over there. So what does it mean to a New South Welshman to beat Queensland this Origin Series? Not the footy show. Paul the experts. Here is Warwick Nicholson. I want to talk about true Origin dominance because all we hear right now is how this is the greatest period of dominance by a team since Origin was reborn in 1980. Queensland have won seven straight series with a magnificent core group of champions. But what have they actually beaten? As hopeful as the Blues may have been entering the last seven series of Origin, they've lacked a champion of their own to count on when the series was ever won. In fact, the last time New South Wales had a true champion in their midst, Andrew John stood up and won the 2005 series when Queensland and the press were riding him off as a force. That Joey performance underlined the true measure of Origin dominance, having greatness in the lineup. The Maroons have been blessed in this current era with superstars coming out of every corner of Queensland, the Pacific and Bowerful New South Wales. But the last great origin period of dominance belonged to the New South Wales Blues. Queensland had dominated in the late 1980s. The New South Wales invested in the likes of Stewart, Clyde, Daly, Elias, Fitler, Brasher, Lazarus, Harrigan and Paul Sirinan and went on to reel off series victories in 1992, 1993 and 1994. Their dominance was such that not even the great Mal Meninga could end his origin career as a winner. 
Despite playing alongside Alan Langer, Steve Renoff, the Walters and Smith brothers and a multitude of other great Queenslanders. And then Super League happened. All non-NRL aligned players were ruled ineligible for the Mickey Mouse 1995 series on by Fatty Vorton's Queenslanders before the core of the Blues reunited for wins in 1996 and then New Wales took out both the ARL Origin and the Super League Origin series in 1997. It wasn't until Game 3 of 1998 that Queensland broke New Wales' hold over Origin. A hold that had lasted for the best part of, wait for it, seven years. So here we are in 2013. My hopes and dreams lay with my childhood hero, Laurie Daly as coach, who has finally, after years of inept selections, picked a group of players that maybe, just maybe, We'll see a champion or two emerge on the game's biggest stage. Eternal hope that a new champion or two will rise for the Blues? That's why I turn up year after year as a die-hard cockroach. That's the promise of a new Origin series, and why I love the chance every year to beat Queensland. Are you ready, Kane Toads? Because the next group of champion Blues are about to begin a new era of Origin domination. Go the Blues. Okay, so there was my little uh, spiel on 50 words. Uh, boys, you enjoyed that, didn't you? Oh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, when you listen to it. Uh, now, my <laughs> pick the score, I got New South Wales 19-12. So it's a margin of eight points. Uh, <laughs> the Queenslanders are... Did you guys get together or what? Well, exactly. Yeah, what? Wait for it. It's, it gets better. Oh. If you can compare my ones to Jakey's from earlier in the show. Half time, I got New South Wales 13-6. Uh, I've got under 33 and a half points. I got Jennings' first try score, and Ooh. so is Jakey. Okay. Uh, I've got Inglis's last try score. I think uh, Queensland, as I said, I reckon we get 19-6. And then Inglis gets a try, gets them back within mm-hmm. okay. seven points. Uh, man of the match, Roberto Ferragio. Uh, first error, Matthew Scott. First penalty conceded. Sorry, Brent Tate, first error. I was reading the wrong one. Uh, first penalty conceded, Sam Thiday. Uh What's wrong? Nothing. I was going to say something to... Roberto Ferragio, yeah, for yeah, those yeah. people who didn't quite pick that up, is Robbie Farrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been caught in that for years. Uh, under, uh, sorry, over six and a half penalties, I've got Brad Ty with the most tries. Uh, most tackles, I've got Farrow again. And then Matty Scott, most runs versus Jimmy Tamau. As for the series, he's the Wales seven points in game one. Queensland by four in game two. New South Wales yeah. by two points in yeah. game one. This is the year... I said it two years ago in 2011 that we'd get up, and we almost did with, what was that spine again? Minicello, Soward, Pierce, and Ennis. Ugh, Our spine is Hayne, Maloney, Pierce, and Farah. Oh, tell me we can't do better. Surely. Come on. Surely it happens. Come on, boys. Break here yeah, on but, the footy show. But, but Queensland have picked Chris McQueen. That's it. Panic they're, stations. They're so Panic stations. All right. They're struggling. After the break, a little bit of NRL talk as we wrap up on the footy show's Origin Special, episode 129. Not One, out. Two, nine. Well, I have gone crash, boom, win. Okay, boys and girls, it's the last segment here on Not The Footy Show's Origin Special. I hope you've enjoyed what we've put together so far. Nick is here, stretching his life out. Just doing a bit of the old Mervyn Hughes, you know, yeah. the crowd's loving it. DC Chapman's growing a magical goatee. And uh, I'm sitting here waiting for this lovely recording to end so I can spend the next 72 hours editing the stupid thing. Stop being wambulant. Yeah, French come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, nah, it's good, people. Uh, look, we're going to talk a little bit NRL right now uh, because you've all been without us for six months, so you probably want a little bit of news and views, or maybe just views. I'm not getting any news. Don't need any news. Nah. Rhymes with views, though. Uh, Opinions. Right now, boys, so I've got a couple of yak. questions for you. Righto. Are Parramatta going better this year than they did last year? No. Wow. No, they're not. Yeah. They should be, but they're not. Yeah, no. They've got, they've got a lot of youngsters in there that Ricky Stewart should be doing something with, and, and evidently he's not. 
don't know if he's trying to or not, but it's just not really happening for him. So you reckon... And the thing that hit me the other day was uh, South missing Sando at all. No. Adam Rolls guys. What have Parramatta gained from that? Like, oh, and we we said it at the time. We did. Uh, look, uh, I reckon they're in a better position. Simply, how? Yeah, they are. They're simply, simply, better. they've touched on it. They've promoted some youth. They've yeah. got rid of some Deadwood. Um, they're, they're, ben Smith's back in first grade. I don't they're know. trying to build but for the future, but you look at the team at the start of the year, and they got a couple of pieces. I'm literally saying they got a couple of pieces. Okay, but who's their five eight? Roberts, Luke Kelly. Uh, they've, they've added. <laughs> Is it? Tanganawa's come in. Um, they've given a few other young blokes a crack. That's encouraging. And you need to do that when he came in. Um, sure, he inherited a lot of big contracts that are just useless. He's slowly pushed them out. He's going to have a big job ahead of him. He knew that when he came in. They're not looking fantastic. They just got dusted by the Titans. But I think there is improvement. There is improvement there. Having said that, I still picked him to finish last at the start of the year. Still pretty feeling pretty good about that. The problem but, is... But there, there is improvement there and they're in a better position now than what they were last year because I didn't see them really growing at all last year. I think there's some room to grow. Yeah. Um, they're they're in a start. better position, but I think they should be in a better position than what they are in, if you, if you know what I mean. Okay. I, I struggle... I, I, I just think Ricky Stewart should be doing a better job at this stage of the game. The, the team doesn't know what they're doing. They're, they're just doing... Well, there's one play, and I mentioned this on Twitter last weekend, there was one play that summed up Parramatta from the last 18 months. The Titans kicked the ball through, about to score a try. Jared Hayne defused the play, broke the line, ran 70 metres by himself, ended up being tackled by like three or four Titans. All right? Could you see a single Parramatta player within 70 metres of him? I couldn't, but I didn't see it. So that's probably why. <laughs> Thanks for undermining my point. It wasn't, yeah, exactly. No one, yeah. chased, no one went in. It was like the other 12 players just went, oh, yeah, Jared will do it all. It just summed up Parramatta for me. Yeah, have but, you ever tried to keep up with someone like Jared Hayne? It is difficult. I don't know if that's... I'll give him that. Yeah, Nick, Nick's done that all the time. Um, that's why he quads a bit tight yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. But it, the point that's is... I got the old turf he, is, he, he saved him defensively and then he made this huge break and there's just no one with him. Why? He, you have a look. Mm. And they're just... Because they just expect him to do it all. But why? And that is what he's... Cha- that's, I think that's what um, Ricky Stewart's changing in that culture. I don't think he is. Oh, interesting. Next question. Should Josh Dugan be playing first grade? Heck yes, because he's playing for the Dragons, baby. Oh! Wrong yeah. two blokes to ask. Uh, seriously. No, though, okay. Do you think he should be playing first grade? I don't think you can say no. I don't have a problem with it. I actually think it's the best thing for him to move him out. It sounded like it was a poisonous environment. They've hopefully moved him out of that. He's a young bloke. We know young blokes make dumb decisions when they get given a lot of money, a lot of free time, and a lot of booze. That's you know. This is where the inherent problem is: is that the Raiders Raiders built this rod for their own back because they. That's it. As Nick said, it's not the first Canberra Raiders player either. I will point out that that this has happened to. This happened to. No, the reason is obviously a problem. This is a thing. Thanks, Daily Telegraph. Um, <laughs> DT Chapman. Yeah. Um, Got to get him back in the The problem well, is... What is he it, doing go, it goes on too much. If clubs, if clubs didn't mollycoddle all these kids who stuff up, and that's what Nick just said, they stuff up every so often. And Carney's rap sheet was like 30 incidents or something. Like Croker's was... Uh, um, Dugan's was, was numerous, all right? From like the second week he was at the Raiders, apparently. Okay, there was things that they had they'd covered okay. up. The moment that you do that, you basically stuff yourself up for the future. Because if his attitude, whether his environment is different, I don't know. But if his attitude doesn't change and he doesn't realise that, hang on, this is my livelihood. I'm one stuff up from not playing football anymore. They get to a point where they actually can't keep him anymore because it's, it, it does more damage to their club than keep, keeping him than continually looking over, overlooking things. So when another club comes in, the Dragons are in a win-win situation. All right? The moment they signed him, 
they were in a position where if he stuffed up once, they can cut him free. Yeah. No skin off no, their no, nose whatsoever. Nothing at all. They, yeah. they'll get, they won't get, everyone will go, oh, right decision. You were good to give him a second chance. Continue. The question was, did he suffer enough, and, and I don't know the answer to this, and I'm hoping maybe you do, but really you need it to be a case of he needs to, when everyone else says, we don't want you, we don't want you, we, you know, he got an offer from North Queensland and he got an yeah, offer from, from, from the Broncos who then uh, Bron withdrew it. That's, that, that needs to be the moment. He evidently show that he learned his lesson, essentially. Exactly. That's the reason they didn't sign him. But that needs to be the moment where in him, he says to himself, geez, I've got to think seriously about myself. And did enough of that happen? A lot of, the, a lot of the Canberra press... Everyone else said, oh, I want you. The I Canberra you, press have a very hands-on relationship with the Raiders because it's a one-town team. Yeah. Okay, that's how it goes. They personally were a bit affronted that he hadn't really apologised in his first Dragons press conference for, I guess, how it ended. Not so much whether he was but going to the Dragons or whatever. He, he didn't show... The word they used was he didn't show a lot of remorse. Mm -hmm. He wasn't remorseful. Well, that's, that's the point. So the thing is there is... is Neither should he be. Oh. No, it was their culture that threw him out. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't do another episode. But if we did, and he's no longer playing with the Dragons in six or seven weeks because he did something stuff up, how are you going to feel about that, Dave? Are the Dragons going to have a problem with their culture? No, but if he stuffs up and you boot him out, you know, whatever. But what are they supposed to but, do? Change his attitude and his life? Uh, as their know, job? Situation. That's the problem. That's the, it's, it comes That's down right. to the individual. It's, it's him. It's up to him. Yeah. And it's going to take... You look at okay. all these guys. They, they come around. They come Here, good Here's, here's the, while, here's the key part about your argument against Canberra, okay? You've been saying that's a problem with the Canberra culture. Yeah. Josh Dugan hasn't played, hasn't played for eight, eight weeks. Not just Canberra culture. Exactly. Culture, he didn't play yeah. for eight weeks, all right? And then he's got a contract with the Dragons, comes on. Mm. And the journalist foolishly asked him, are you ready for origin? That was the dumbest question I've ever seen in my life. But it filled papers, it sold papers. Good on. A guy called Blake Ferguson was on the same roof, all right? With the same issues. What's he doing on Wednesday night? Playing, playing origin. So is it Canberra's culture? Or is it the attitude of the player? Yeah, but there's a bit of a combination. Pe people, I people react differently to to, to, a, to the same situation. And how many times Dugan's have you a rebellious kid who's, who doesn't like dealing with the strictness, if you will, of the Canberra atmosphere, which is you can't drink when you're injured, and then put it on Instagram. Had he not done that, he would have got away with it. <laughs> and then but, had he not told he, some other bloke to off himself because he was a Canberra fan. But he felt compelled to do it because 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 the club was giving him the. Corpse, you know, with this, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, I'm the boss. And I'll, I'll tell be perfectly honest. I know we've all got the bit of the Canberra and the Dragons thing, eh? But your view is very much of the Dragons fan who wants him to do well, and I understand that. I just think you've got to be fairly level-headed on the fact that Dugan dug this hole for himself. Get it? See what he did there? Okay. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't seem to happen too much at any other club. There's been. Oh, I could list a thousand. Point is, not, not to the we're getting degree. off Josh Dugan now. Point is, he has a chance now to change his... Yeah, that's it. I think he, he didn't, as far as I know, he didn't hurt anyone. He did some really dumb things, but he's a young bloke with too much money, with too much uh, limelight, and he made some dumb decisions. So there, lime, let's, hope, let's hope he matures. <laughs> All right, that's next, what I say. last one before we move on from rugby league entirely and disappear into the night. Who was going to win the Premiership in 2013, boys? Ooh, the million dollar question. So I, I mean, I'm going down this. The easy answer there is the Rabbitohs. That's and, that's and, my gut feeling too at the moment. I'll be honest. I, 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 they, they'll get there against Roosters, and Roosters won't be able to pull it off the first season. I can't for some reason I can't see Melbourne doing it. I can't see Manly getting there this year. 
Um, Melbourne just end up too battered after Origin, and given that Origin is later this season, I think that will hurt. So Souths versus yeah. Roosters. I actually think given if, they were, if, if both teams were fresh and and they were playing right now, I tipped Melbourne like when they had their little battle a week ago, whenever it was, and you know they did the business, but. They, they won't be the same come the end of season, and man, the Bunnies just, yeah. Bunnies, going from strength to strength, just the, bunny, the Bunnies, the bunnies play, the Bunnies, they're great Bunnies versus... I think it's got to be Bunny Storm. I think Manly are close, and the Roosters are a little bit off the back of those three, but it has to be Bunny if, Storm. Yeah, and if the Bunnies do play either the Storm or Manly in the grand final, they'll lose it. Okay, I'm going to go with Melbourne a certain I think yeah. everyone forgets that last year, Melbourne lost five games or four games in a row at the back end of Origin. Mm. And then won eight games in a row to win the Premiership. Oh, they'll still be there. Yeah, they've got the better big game talent. Any player that I reckon can stop Melbourne on grand final day is Greg Inglis. Mm. That's the only player. Not Sunnyville. Not James Maloney. Not Burgess. Not Daly Cherry Evans. Not Burgess. Inglis is the only player that can stop Melbourne on grand final day. Trent Robertson. And I. <laughs> the he's the, he's the, the one that's got the structure. But the thanks, Brooke Molly. Well, um, <laughs> but the guy that I think difference. Melbourne. You can't count against that team. That no, team is no, I, I agree totally. And I think yeah. come the end of the year, I think you'll see Slater get a little bit of rest after Origin. Mm. They'll, come, they'll come good and they'll win and they'll beat. I, I just think the way that the draw will probably end up is Melbourne probably finish first, South will be second, so they'll play the Roosters off the yeah. primary final. Yeah. Um, the Melbourne will take on either Manly or one team that gets out of that bottom four, mm. and, and that'll be the grand final. Melbourne to win, beat South. But it's been great to see South with this one mindset of we are stopping at nothing to get into the grand final this year. Yeah. You can see it. They, they just keep building the momentum. That's My worry with the Roosters are simply games get really important at the end of the year. How is that team going to react to that? Because one of the things that's great about them is they can attack. Quality team. I love that in come finals time. It's just whether the stage gets a little bit, well, oh, we're all here, how do we get here, sort of thing. And I just think those season teams like Melbourne, um, South, might have a cover. But that's a, a good one. If you've got a few people, you can grab me at an annual tweet. Uh, but this is our podcast, so probably won't have any discussion on it in the future. Um, boys, we're done. It's been fun. Time flies. It has. It probably cracked over an hour, unfortunately. Um, but I'll just have to edit it tomorrow down. What are you thinking in terms of lasting memories of not the footage yet? Yeah. Ray Price's clutch. Definitely up there. <laughs> that was our first show. Definitely up there. We did. We, if you don't know everybody, Nick and I got together at the back end of 2009. Who knows, man? We did some videos just to have some fun after church sometimes. And Anyway, we did a grand final video with a Fooey Fooey Moy 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 interview that you just got to see to believe. It would have been 2008. 2009. Sure. Yeah, because Paramount made the grand final that year. But okay. anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> don't mess with Mido. It was um, unbelievable that year. But we had that thing, that was fun. And we thought, we might, we might go ahead and, and do this thing. That Ray Price's crotch thing was filmed outside of Parramatta Stadium. Um, that'll be in front of Ray Price's crotch. Um, and just from there, we had a great time. Dave, you joined us at the back end of 2010, sort of halfway was through. It, was it really? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. You uh, brought a sense of regularity to the uh, mix. Definitely. Um, and just got to the pressure off Nick a bit, which was um, needed, because um, it was just getting harder to, to do the, the regular thing. The football was struggling. But basically what we did was we, we worked over the course of that next year. We had Andy Raymond involved in 2011. Maria Cialis joined us that year. Of course, Matty Duncan's basically been with us again since I think midway, midway we through. Were back, he, was back, he was the back end of 2010, because he remember he tipped us about Daly Cherry Evans at the end of 2010. Okay, okay. Um, and then he became a, a regular. Eyes was a great little addition there for a while until he got sick of shooting football teams. We were going from strength to strength until you got sick of editing. 
Well, I got sick of editing after about happened. three weeks of 2010, to be and, perfectly and, honest. Uh, and, you know, and, then, and also, of course, the other thing that happened was, you know, Foxtel didn't pick us up as a, you yeah. know, as a proper yeah. show. I'm not touching that. Well, it was, it was his fault. I mean, the, he wanted more money, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But we, holding we, out. Still last holding year out. was no doubt our best show. We had George Taylor join us as well, the fish um, from GT. the UK. And we just had a good time producing it. The best bit about everybody was a chance to catch up with two of my good mates. Uh, and then there was Nick and Dave as well. Yeah, and, and I saw that coming. <laughs> saw it coming. <laughs> Dave didn't like that one actually. You should see his face. That's that, just, no, I, that's that, that right. goat on fire. I just, um, yeah, no, I'm it's been done, was it's been done. <laughs> I'm that guy. It's not happy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just been fun um, to do, and that's why we got the excuse to catch up, watch the Bulldogs smash the Dragons, and um, and had the tires. There's still 20 up, minutes left. Had the tires pumped up the other day. In all the history of not the footy show. Never been fan spotted until we'd hung up the boots. A mate comes up to me at work at a new position and goes, Mate, do you know a guy named Warwick Nicholson? And yeah, said, I know no. him well. <laughs> this is you. This is you on the podcast. I was like, you've got to be joking. And all the time we've done this, a guy's randomly come up and identified me from Not The Footy Show. So big shout out to old Owie Matheson over at Epping Boys High School. You made my day. You made the Not The Footy Show team's day there. And, and I thanks, hope you're listening, yeah. mate. And um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just you're sitting there wanting more because you're not going to get it. That's uh, it. By the, the way, I, I still haven't been fan, fan spotted. By the way, I just yeah. So, just thought so I'd throw people, that in there. if you're out there, if you're on the if you're on the okay, ever if, seen and just approach it. People, if you're listening to this in the next couple of days and you're on the North Shore line from Hornsby to is it the Northern Line or North Shore Line? Which North, North Shore to North Shore Line to, to, North to, Sydney. to North Sydney, and you see a young bloke with one of the best Little looking goatee. goatees you've ever seen in your life. Best, <laughs> fullest goatee. All right, uh, and he's sitting there. Go up to him and say, "Are you DC Chapman?" Honestly, I'm not going to be like, if that happened to Dave Chapman, he wouldn't show up about it for a year. <laughs> he would be so happy. <laughs> He'd be sitting there finally going, I've made it. I'd, I'd be asking the next person on the seat to take a photo of me signing the, you know, <laughs> signing the... So if you see, you, you know what he looks like, people. We're going to take a photo before we uh, say goodbye tonight um, for one last, not the footy show. It's been a pleasure producing this for you. Maybe not editing it, but producing it. Um, for these last few years, we just wanted to come by and oh, just say hello to everybody. And um, Dave Chapman's thought of something. I'm gonna have to get rid of the goatee because we're doing a family portrait. Oh, I can't, trouble! Can't, can't stick around for the family portrait. Trouble. That seems like something you could have brought up after we finished recording. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't just thought of it. He's just telling the listeners who are going to so, go up to the goatee. Yeah, thank you very yeah, much. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Don't be looking for the goatee. These two blokes aren't on Twitter, it. although it would be great if you were, just so people could say thank you. For all the years of, of, just have to of work, spot us in our day to day. I think you're at Mr. DC, aren't you, Dave? Because oh, the, 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 the poor bloke that <laughs> I've been <laughs> adding as Mr. DC, he's getting messages from he's people getting spammed. saying, "Oh, good to see you, Mr. DC." I think he's in Washington, um, Oregon, or something like that. Um, that's not the right. But <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peninsula, May Duncan, uh, Maria Cialis, they've been great on the show tonight. Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch is always a good friend of our show. Guys, we're done. Once again. I'm upset. I want to keep talking. I want to keep yakety yakking. We can't do it, mate. We'll be back. Mate, <sighs> we'll do, we might do one towards the end of the year, but I can't guarantee anything, people. It's just, if you enjoyed what we've done, please let us know. I'll pass it on to these guys, uh, and they enjoy reading about it. If you want to give us a rating on iTunes, do that. Um, and we just thanks for, for sticking with us for a few years, and um, this was just a little present for you as we hit Origin.
And probably even more so for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, I've been Warren Nicholson. I've been Nick McInerney. I've been DC Chapman. I'm King Joffrey Joffa, ruler of Zamunda. And this has been Not The Footy Show for the 129th time. Not out. It's a lot of episodes. It's been a pleasure, everybody. Au revoir. Arrivederci. Enjoy your League League lovers. Disappointed! Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go fill my freezer with my own blood. Just go away now. I've had a gut call of you the whole game. Oh, I see. We need for five minutes. Nice day today. I think I might turn. Is that Alan? Alan! Al! Alan! Uh, yeah, I don't think you need me, you know. Yeah. Alan! 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 Al! Alan! 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 Oh, so that's not Alan. Steve, that Steve. Steve! 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 Oh, no, that's not Steve, that is Alan. Alan! Alan! Al! Alan! 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 Did someone just say my name? Hey! 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 You say Alan! Pepsi.